All right, so I'm walking over to the cottage this morning. It's still dark out here in Melbourne, Australia. 6.33 a.m. Sunday, 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 the 26th of June. Just a few days after the shortest day of the year. Been married now 10 years and 3 days. Can you tell? Go watch a show. People want what we got. You got to do what we do. Anyway, don't do what we don't do, too. We've got some manifesting love goodies coming out soon. But meanwhile, we've got some really cool shit coming up. We've got three live calls, the Friday night calls, the Friday night in the U.S., Friday evening in the U.S. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the brothers, the prodigal son, pruning the vine in some really cool ways. Email me if you want details, dates, all that good stuff. We're limiting those probably again to 10 people. I have thought maybe I've taken it up to 12, but I'm really loving 10 to 12 people as far as the intimacy level and the amount of time we get to play. But let me get back to the point. So I'm walking over to the cottage this morning and I'm pondering pruning. Because we, this is another thing. Gosh, people must skip the P words. Pruning, the pearl, I told you, what was it, 12 years ago, nobody was talking about the pearl. I was, nobody else was. I got kicked out of the Neville Goddard group for talking about the pearl while they were talking about spoon bending. Meanwhile, the first uh, video Victoria and I ever made with this stuff, we talked about the pearl. But I digress. Ready? Pruning. So I'm walking over and I see the pear trees. We've got these lovely ornamental pear trees as we walk through the cottage, through the little gateway, or walk through the garden, through the little gateway back to the cottage where I'm now with you. And uh, Victoria really pruned them last year. Pruning is something that she's been getting comfortable with. Because here's the thing. If you don't have a vision for the tree, you've got no right or ability to prune it effectively. Write this down. If you don't have a vision for the tree, you have no right or ability to prune it effectively. In other words, beautifully. In other words, lovingly. You don't just hack shit off to hack shit off. Now here's what I notice. A lot of people now we are talking about prune the vine. Why? I've been talking about it for a couple years. Yeah, I, I, I believe in taking credit. I believe you should take credit too for your wins, for your shifts. But I seem to digress again. But as I walk through the garden this morning, and I'm using the world's most expensive torch, a.k.a. flashlight, a.k.a. my iPad Pro, which is what I'm coming to you live on right now from Melbourne, Australia, I look at the work she did a year ago. Because I can see the results of the work that she did a year ago when she was pruning those trees. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell her tomorrow morning, get up. Put on your boots. Let's go outside. While it's still dark, I want to show you something. I want her to see the trees without seeing the forest. I want her to see that her vision has come alive in those trees. Because here's how most people prune the vine. They go, that feels bad. I'm going to make it stop. 
Remember, there's a massive difference between emotions and states. An emotion just lets you know something. A bad emotion can come from a good state. This is why I'm not into the new age labels, the simplistic labels of bad versus good. See, I notice as a loving puppy dad, I can feel bad if my dog is hurt. And I can use that as the opportunity to go, right, what do I want to imagine lovingly for him? I don't want to change how I feel about my dog. I want to change my dog. If you just got gold, dive deeper with us somewhere. <laughs> Let's say it again. I don't want to change how I feel about my dog. Loving happy puppy dad loves his dog. He can still feel bad if the dog gets hurt or the dog was bad or if the dog puked last night. But I, can ima but I imagine lovingly for the dog. But I imagine lovingly for me. So this morning, Bruce, he had a drink of water. It was time to get up, and he's all excited. He goes and gets a drink of water, and it must have been too cold or something. And Victoria heard him. Uh, he was you know, getting ready to puke it up. So she ran over, opened the door, and he ran outside. No big deal. You see, when you are in the habit of pruning the vine, you get out of the habit of letting the vine grow wild. Oh, this is getting complicated for a podcast. <laughs> I think so. This is some of the stuff we're going to explore next month. Well, July in the live calls. But meanwhile, you cannot prune effectively or lovingly. You don't have the ability to if you don't have a vision for the tree. To prune the tree, to prune the vine, you need a vision for it. To have a vision for it, a vision is bigger than a problem. You don't prune problems, you prune the vine, you, pr you, tr you prune the tree, according to your vision. God, this is getting as clear as mud, I can tell, I'm six minutes and ten seconds in. Pruning the problem. In other words, pruning the problem is like stopping thinking about the bill that you have that you don't have money for. Yep, I'm just not going to think about it. <laughs> That's pruning the problem. There's no energy there. There's a lot of upset, but there's no energy. In the year-long remarkable program a few months ago, we explored Matthew. Matthew reveals that your desires are divine in origin and that your desires, your wishes fulfilled, have their own plan and power. You don't need to figure any of it out. Now, here's what happens when you prune. When you prune, having a vision for the tree, a vision for the vine, a vision for your life, you don't stop imagining the problem. You start, you stop and be still, and you experience what would it be like. Here's the reason why I love this question. If you doubled your income and worked half the time, how would you enjoy one sip of coffee differently? How would you buy peanut butter or petrol differently? You see, I don't imagine having enough money to buy petrol. I don't try to control my mind if it went out of control because, see, here's what happens. Here's what most people think pruning the vine is. Mr. 20, I'm driving down the street. I see they just raised the price of petrol another 20 cents a liter. That's 10%. That's 10% of my income now. And you notice then it cascades out of control. What if the price of everything else goes up 
All those 10% add up. Suddenly I'm making half of what I did and having to work twice as much, but there's no jobs, Mr. 20. What do I do? And you see, pruning the vine isn't about trying to stop all that bad shit. Pruning the vine is right. What branch do I cut out? If you really want to nail pruning the vine, you've got to ask yourself, what branches, what twigs do I cut out? And you cut them out when they are twigs. Because listen to the difference here. Pruning the vine is not about stopping the problem. I could care less about the problem. The price of petrol goes up 20%. Don't care, right? <laughs> and I know that might sound callous, but let's, let's play a game. The price of everything has gone up and those working at those plants need to make their money. They need to pay their wages. They need to pay their taxes. You see, I don't care about quote unquote, all the rational problems. What I care about is right. If I doubled my income, which essentially to me means doubling my impact. What vines, what branches would I cut off? I'd probably cut off, yeah, surfing the web for hours about dumb shit, reading thousands of comparisons between three different coffee machines. <laughs> I made a joke years ago about outsourcing. I outsource dumb shit. See, here's how I buy a coffee machine. Victoria looks up something. She goes, yeah, I read a review about a Breville. I don't know if we have that model here. I said, I don't care. I go on amazon.com.au. I look up Breville. I notice the ones that have the most reviews that are favorable. Yeah, 99% five-star reviews. Let's buy this one. Done. See, pruning the vine does, has me not having time to waste hours looking up coffee machines. I'm not saying Victoria would do that, but I do know people that would. And I outsource shit like that to them, right? just for fun. I appear to, I appear to digress, but I'm not because here's the other thing. When I prune the vine, I notice I stop doing what doesn't matter. What branches are you going to cut? What avenues of not just thinking or not just emotions? What's the dumb shit you're going to just cut out of your life? Because when you prune the vine, it's not about the price of petrol. It's about... See, I can't even think about the price of petrol. So many news articles are devoted to that. And I know people that read 10 or 20 of those a day. And they won't, go, and they won't read something that would be a part of them doubling their income and working half the time. I know this one's as clear as mud. I'm yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't want to give a solution today. I want to give the steps toward a basic structure. When I walked through the garden this morning with the world's most expensive torch, my $2,000 iPad pro, and I've got the little flashlight on and I see those trees. I notice what Victoria cut out a year ago. What she cut out a year ago was because she saw where the tree was going in 5, in 10, in 15, in 20 years. And she saw what didn't contribute to that. What doesn't contribute, what you want to prune, are not emotions. You don't want to be pruning thinking. You don't want to be pruning emotions. You want to be pruning states. See, all this to wiggle into that.
This entire little podcast has been an adventure in pruning, almost pruning, pruning the wrong things. You want to prune out states. Really let that sink in. Because I had the state of, hey, one more dumbass video. I, I had, see, I watch some videos now. Most of them are about cooking or exercising, things that I'm really nuts about. My friend Coral sends me some too. I appreciate those. See, but I don't watch most of the dumb shit people send me. I go, radio, you're wasting time on that. See, I'll ask, hey, how's that doubling your income and working half the time thing going? Because if you honestly imagine up that, you might find yourself taking a course or doing something differently. See, I did that. And here's what I notice: I've got plenty of freedom. I've got plenty of free time. One more tiny little bit and I'm going to go. Ready? You can't prune effectively if you don't have vision for the tree. You need vision for the tree. In other words, where do you see it having had gone in the next 5, 10, 20 years? Where do you see it having had gone in 5, 10, 20 years? Go play there. Don't just prune as a reaction to feeling bad. Don't just prune as a reaction to having negative thoughts. When I see these trees going in one direction, then I see another tree that could damage them, I tell Victoria that entire other tree comes out. That's pruning the vine. That entire other tree that's behind them, it's a gum tree that's, that'll fall over in 30 years. I don't want it damaging those trees in 30 years. That's pruning a vine. What state do you wish to drop today? Could be waiter. Yeah, I'm going to wait, Mr. 20. I'm going to see what the next 90 day brings. Then I'll maybe sign up for something in 90 days. Are you waiting to revise? Are you waiting to do your Joseph Goddard? Stop it. The state of waiter is a state worth pruning out of your life. My name is Mr. 2020. If you got gold, begin with manifestingmasterycourse.com. That takes you to our official website. You'll see us there manifestingmasterycourse.com, right? 90-day adventure, $97. Join in the fun. And we just released pearlpowerpack.com officially the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> pearlpowerpack.com. Listen to a few more episodes. You'll know what I'm talking about. Have a lovely day. Sharing is caring. Thanks, gang. We always appreciate that. Prune the vine. See ya.